The Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right, here we go. Yesterday, this is a world premiere, people. A world premiere. By the way, good morning. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of The Ass Show. Are you ready? Coming in loud, I mean, I can barely hear myself. Good Lord. There you go. No, no, we don't need this. I I don't care who you are. Uh, Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. That's right, brand new Ask Arnie song there. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Yesterday I came up with that one. Uh, Yes, and by the way, by the way, uh, happy hump day, everybody. That's right. Hump day! Hump day! Hump day! I just can't hear my damn microphone at all. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, so yesterday, yesterday, got done with the show, and uh, we went to this place. Me and Braddy Kid went to this place in Decatur, Texas. Decatur's about an hour and a half away. And the place is called uh, NRS, National Roper Supply. So we're driving out there, right? And, and we get there. And we walk in. This place is the Bass Pro Shop of Western World stuff. I mean, they got everything. They got boots and or they got saddles and all the tack and stuff. I didn't need to go over there. I don't know what the fuck any of that is, right? They got all the tack and shit over there, right? And on the other side is like fucking Western wear like galore. Including fat guy sizes. I couldn't believe it. Look, look, I ain't doing advertising for him yet. That place was awesome. I found a pair of blue ostrich boots. I was like, oh, my God. Didn't make them in my size. So I look around a little bit more, and I found a pair of blue. Because I need a pair of blue boots. Looking for some blue boots right now. So then I found some blue uh, what did I find? Uh, the, oh, the blue, the blue alligators. Whew. The blue alligators were pretty damn sweet, but they, they, 
I, I like the ostrich more, and then I got home last night, and then I found I know what the blue boots I'm going to get are. Yeah, I, I got to wait because they are, they are pretty pricey. Uh, I want to get the blue snapping turtles. Yep, that's my next pair of cowboy boots. For all you PETA people out there, I'm getting a pair of turtle boots. Woo! There you go. But, yeah, we're riding out there, and uh, the Ramones, I Want to Be Sedated, comes on, and boom, one and one made two. We made that song. Bam. It happened. And then you got it here first. There you go. That was yesterday's recap. Let's say some good mornings, shall we? Uh, Lots of... uh, Lots of people here already. Straight fire, first one here. He says, it's ass hump day, Arnie. Yes, yes, sir, I know. I do know that. Andrew, happy hump day. Uh, right back hump at you. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Battleborn says, happy hump day. It's my Friday. All right. Well, there you go. All right. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Uh, oh, my lucky Oh, it's Braddy Kid herself. You know why they let that nonsense go on for weeks? Because they want to distract the sheep. <laughs> Our pastor kicked Democrats out of church. <laughs> oh, my God. Pastor Locke and the goat noises. Holy shit. You know why they let that nonsense go on for weeks? Because they want to distract the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Our pastor kicked Democrats out of church. <laughs> Holy shit! Look at them donuts! Oh, Braddy Kid, I hope you have a spectacular day. Derek says, Good morning, ass family, and a very happy hump day! There you go. Christopher's in the house. He says, good morning, ass. Happy hump day, uh, Cowboys girl. Let's get that. Hump day. Hump. And good morning, ass family. Uh, this is already going platinum. Yes, thank you very much for the new song. Uh, Triple T is in the house. He says, hump day. Man, you had a tough day yesterday. Joe Madden got fired and Mike Trout got hurt in the same day. Whew, I don't want to pile on, but damn, man, the Angels are... They're falling apart. I, I feel for you, brother. Welcome to my world as a Ranger fan. Uh, you sound good. Sound effects are a bit hot. Okay, all right, all right. They're a little hot, little little, little hot there on the sound effects. Uh, home of the Caters, yes. Uh, Hangtown Jen's in the house. Oh, my gosh, Jen. I, I was thinking about you, and, 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 you know, you were talking about this. You were talking about a Mexican pizza. When a woman eats Taco Bell before sex, gags getting throat f- throws up on a mon's dick. Then he f- her in the pussy until she's about to come, and then flips her over and f- her in the ass. There you go. That's the Mexican pizza. Mmm. Can't believe they ran out. <laughs> uh... Uh, let's see, breaking news, I have no tan line. You have no tan. Uh, I think that was, uh, last week's sermon. He's so blanking funny. Oh, God almighty, that was so great. The- you know why they let that nonsense go on for weeks? Because they want to distract the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Our pastor kicked Democrats out of church. <laughs> <laughs> And the only thing that makes that entire video better is watching it because he, like, stoops down and starts walking like a sheep. 
Oh, Pastor Locke, you are my spirit animal. Uh, my mixer cut out for a second and came back to whatever that machine gun donkey sound was. <laughs> I got to figure out where to cut this. You know why they let that nonsense go on for weeks? Because they want to distract the sheep. <laughs> I think I can go, they can distract the, street, the sheep and just do that. Oh, my God. Oh, God almighty. Oh, so fantastic. Oh, man. I, I was happy to be out of the house yesterday. And when I got to working on the show, I have to say, it, it did not fire me up. I'm not saying it didn't fire me up to come and want to do the show, but to know what I'm about to have to start with and to talk about this. Um, Alicia, good morning. How are you? Yesterday, if you haven't seen it, it is everywhere. I mean, it's going to be everywhere here in Texas due to the fact that it was the Uvalde school uh, shooting. Matthew McConaughey. Now, there was a, let, let, let's walk this back a little bit first. Matthew McConaughey is an actor, first and foremost. He's an actor whose most famous role before he won an Academy Award was about a pervert that came back to high school that said, all right, all right, all right. Now, let me just say, I like Matthew McConaughey. I like the Dewarson character, the perverted character. I, I, I didn't care. I'm not trying to put him down for that. I'm trying to say he's an actor. He made a br- played a brilliant role in Dallas Buyers Club and won an Academy Award. Well, ever since he won that Academy Award, I believe he thought he was sainted. Because he wrote some sort of book about green lights, which I didn't bother to read, but he gave it to all his little Hollywood buddies and said, hey, man, you promote this for me and I'll help you out down the road. All right, all right, all right. So he writes his book. And then, out of nowhere, thinks that he's going to run for governor of the great state of Texas. Now... There was no way in hell I was ever going to vote for Matthew McConaughey. I would vote for him over Beto O'Rourke, but then Texas would be burning down and, and the, the ghost of Santa Ana would be back. So he pulled out of that. And then all of a sudden the shooting happened, and now he is the go-to expert. Now, I know it happened in his hometown. Shooting in my hometown that I'm very proud of. Two terrorists got shot in the head by a Garland cop. Fuck you. Why has Matthew McConaughey never come out before school shooting before? But 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 I digress because yesterday it got to stupid levels, to where Matthew McConaughey was in the White House. And he was in the White House press room addressing members of the media. And is talking about his plan for gun control. 
Now, there, there are a lot of parts of this speech. I, I'm not going to play any of this speech for you. The one thing that I found that somebody called him out on were um, where he cries. He cries a few times, but he cries over this girl's green Converse high tops that have a heart on them. And his wife is holding them. First of all, first, those were not. It, and those were the shoes they used to identify the young lady, which is very, very sad. There's no way that that's going to be out of evidence already. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just going to tell you, they, those were fake. His little, his, this whole thing yesterday, I, I don't know if he's researching a role for, for politics or something in his next movie. But his whole thing yesterday was just such a farce. It, it, I, I, it, it, it really, really, I, I, I was not happy with it. Let me just say. They probably paid him. They told him they needed to get press secretary away from Peter Ducey. They were playing it in the break room at work yesterday. Ah, bueno, it's buenos dias, soaker. I think all right, all right, just blew any hopes he had of being governor with this stunt. Well, he said he wasn't going to run, and yes, yes, because he is calling for measures of gun control. Now, now look, if we all want to sit down and have a great conversation about this, we can. The idea that I mean, he even he even talked about how he was a young man and he mastered a BB gun, a Daisy BB gun, and then, you know, he named off a couple shotguns before he was 16 and he had mastered. He admitted that he had mastered them by the age of 16, yet rifles shouldn't be sold to anyone under 21. Because once they go after the ARs, which does not stand for assault rifle, Once they go after those, they're going to come after everything. You leave the door open. Just saying. But Matthew McConaughey wants to raise the, the, the age of getting guns, the wait times, all this kind of stuff. And I'm sitting there just going, why now? Is it because it's in your town? Where, by the way, your kids would never go to that school because they'd be in a private school that was guarded with people that have guns. Just like you and your family are guarded by people who have guns. How about, how about this, Matt? How about we take away the guns from the people that are guarding you and your family? Why are they guarding you and your family? Why, because you make movies? You're that important? I mean... If you think about it, if somebody were to get to you and take you out, that doesn't harm national security whatsoever. So why do you have security? Hmm. Now, I understand why he has security. I'm just being an asshole right now. If you want to see him play a creepy role, I just watched Killer Joe. What a movie. I do appreciate the full frontal of Juno Temple. Wow. I saw him in a movie called Mud, where he like lived on a, an island or something, and he, and he was playing a hick. He was playing himself. Like, look, look, 
I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to run down his acting or his, his acting ability or anything like this because we saw it on display yesterday. Yesterday was a wonderful, I don't know, audition piece, if you will, for maybe his next movie. Oh, that's a girl in, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Oh, wow. She's uh, Killer Joe. Full frontal, Juno Temple. She's in that show, The Offer, too, on tomorrow night. Kick ass. He specifically called out the AR-15 rifle for mutilating the bodies, leaving them not only dead, but hollow. We want secure and safe schools, and we want gun laws that won't make it so easy for these bad guys to get these damn guns. Wait a second. If you have secure and safe schools, it won't matter who has guns. Why? Because your schools are secure and safe. (laughs) Wait, wait. (laughs) Oh, Matthew. Matthew. No. You're not supposed to talk about the S-word. The S-word being security. If you have secure and safe schools, what does it matter if somebody has a gun? Because your school is secure and safe. Boom goes the dynamite. We win. Oh, oh. And this was my favorite part of the entire speech yesterday. Are you ready? He's absolutely right. ARs mutilate bodies. Shotguns firing zero buck, double O-aught buck, or one-ounce slugs nearly an inch wide make bodies look decorated and pretty. (laughs) Wait a second. It gets even better. He also told reporters they need to restrain sensationalized media coverage of mass shootings. Now, this is an interesting thing. Restrain sensationalized. Please define to me what is sensationalized because I can give you another definition and somebody else can give you another definition. Uh, He should just go ahead and take out sensationalized and say restrain media coverage. I I can't believe that somebody sat in in the White House press room and was allowed to say, restrain sensationalized media coverage. So not only are we going for that Second Amendment, first, we're looking at you too, motherfuckers. <laughs> if he falls upstairs tomorrow, then we know he's going to be playing Biden in a movie. Wait, did he speak out against uh, against murderer Alec Baldwin for using a gun to kill? No, no, no. Well, hold on. Let me let Alex uh, answer that one for you. Um, well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. No, no, no. I, I would no, never no, point no. a gun at anyone and pull a trigger. No, 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 no. Restrain sensationalized media coverage. 
So that means for the left, that means nobody from the right can be there. And from the right, that means nobody from the left can be there, which means what you're saying is that you don't want the media to cover this. Wow. Wow. Right? All the executives, media lighting their cigars with $100 bills and doing shots of 100-year-old whiskey are going to stop sensationalizing and making obscene profits. Exactamundo. By the way, speaking of travesties in media, I have it set to record, but tonight's the night that Jimmy Fallon will have good old Joe Biden on. Look, I know you got to be frustrated. I know. I can taste it. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot him, uh, foot, yeah, foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. And that's from traveled 17,000 miles on his vice president. I don't know that for a fact. Come on, man. Boy, get ready to see the media softball question you've ever seen tonight. Jimmy Kimmel live. With the President of the United States of America. So, Joe, I was wondering, do you like to pet cows? Joe, I got you a coloring book. I I mean, really? Come on. And by the way, Joe Biden hasn't done an interview or an official press type deal in over 120 days, and he's coming back to Jimmy Kimmel. So let's see. Uh, He continues, responsible gun owners are fed up with the Second Amendment of being abused and hijacked by deranged individuals. Um, uh, I would like to say that even not all gun owners are, are, are upset at that. I'm upset at that, Matthew, that deranged individuals are using these loopholes in a right. Yes. We are not as divided as we're told that we're... Yeah, yes, we are. Yeah, yeah, we are. This should be a nonpartisan issue. Shut up. Just stop it. I, look, I challenge Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey, I know that you travel with security for your family. I challenge you to uh, disarm your security. Disarm them. That would be a wonderful statement to show the rest of the world that you're willing. You're so fed up as a a responsible gun owner. You're so fed up that you're willing to get rid of the guns that protect your family. That's it. That's this important to you. I challenge you. Let's make this go viral. Give up the guns that protect your family, all your security that you have whenever you go to jaunts or whenever you go out, any personal guns that you have in your home. 
Responsible gun owners are fed up. <laughs> Directions given to Kilmore only ask yes or no questions and don't even ask him his name. Joe Biden's presidency is summed up in that soundbite of yours where he just adds it. Anyway, is that what? Look, no, that one ain't it. Is this one? America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot him, uh, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. I guess we traveled seventeen thousand miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. That one ain't it. I don't know where it is. I mean, there's so many of them. He's just so dumb. Uh, I mean. And I also am told that uh, that uh, uh, Chuck Graham, state senator's here. Chuck, stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? I tell you what, you're making everybody else stand up, though, pal. Thank you very, very much. I tell you what, stand up for Chuck. Thank you, pal. Yes, thank you, pal. Um, hold on. Oh, there it is right there. Okay. So Ogre says responsible gun owners are also pissed off that Chicago is doing jack and shit to stop all these murders. Correct. Responsible gun owners are also pissed that criminals aren't prosecuted or punished or that they get out on bail to commit more crimes. Now, put a pin in it there. Remember that story about the seven-time felon? who had been deported five times, who was acquitted of murdering 32-year-old Kate Stanell in 2015, has been sentenced to time served for federal gun crimes, which he was convicted. Why are we so tough on the guns? We've got a seven-time felon. A seven-time felon. Who not only got acquitted of murdering this young woman with a gun, that now we have him. We have this guy. And we say time served. He's back on the streets, by the way, if you're wondering. And if he hasn't already, he will be committing his eighth, his ninth, his tenth, his eleventh, and so on felony, even though I think it's probably somewhere in the hundreds of felonies where he's actually at, because nothing, and I mean nothing, is being done about this. Kimmel is taped, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bradley, my man. Good morning, ass. Headed to Atlantic City for golf, gambling, and hookers for five days. Hook them horns tonight, by the way. Fuck OU. What's tonight? Uh, the, the Women's World Series. Women's College World Series. There we go. Softball World Series. Fantastic. If you've been deported that many times, it's time to drop you off in a different country with an ocean between us. Or, or, or it's when we, we get you to the border, whoops-a-daisy, you fall and you hit your head on a rock. 
15 times. Jose Garcia Zarate, a 51-year-old who's been in prison for almost seven years, was sentenced to time served for violating federal, fi- federal firearm laws. You know, those same laws, by the way, by the way, I just want to point this out. You know how Joe Biden wants to get tough on people who get, who get guns illegally? You realize that he would have to arrest his son, Hunter, right? Oh, yeah, because uh, Hunter falsified documents to get a gun. So he broke a federal law. Yeah, that's right. We don't do anything about that. We don't care about that. Oh, look at this. This young lady, I believe this all happened in the Bay Area, and she came from a decent family. So guess what? You know what? You need to learn about suffering. That's what it seems like is going on to me in the court system, is this young lady who had nothing to do with anything gets killed by this murdering fucking felon, and then he's acquitted of it. I don't know how he got acquitted of it, but whatever. I, I, I It was back in 2015. Um, I guess that family needs to learn about loss, huh? Is that what the court system is trying to prove? So this guy's had a rough life. You haven't had a rough life, so here's something rough for you to happen. Well, it's starting to feel that way, isn't it? I, I, I don't care for that because nobody knows how rough anybody really has it. Nobody knows that. You might come from an affluent family, but you could have all kinds of dog shit going on behind those closed doors. So just because you live in a nice neighborhood or drive a nice car, wear nice clothes, doesn't mean that your life is all fun and games. But it seems like the courts are, are, are punishing those people instead of getting justice for her. Where's the justice for this young woman? I mean, there is absolutely none. The guy who killed her was acquitted. And then the weapon that he used that he obtained illegally because he's been a felon more than six other times. He broke that law, too. He should be in jail forever. How about we send him to jail and we let him get shanked a couple hundred times? But, Ogre, you're absolutely right. We're not doing anything about it. You want to get mad at anybody? You get mad at the justice system. You get mad at our crooked-ass fucking government who haven't been doing their jobs for a long fucking time. And it's only getting worse. By the way, remember when that happened, that 2015, that stab or that killing happened, the felon killed that young lady? So remember who the president was in 2015. Anybody else's mixer going in and out? Is there a problem? Check, 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 check. I know I'm stopping a lot today, but I don't know. Uh, let's see. All right. Biden, Biden, Biden. Banana, Biden, Biden. I really hate Biden. And finally, somebody's speaking out about this. Um, Biden's careless comments are starting to hurt his presidency and his diplomacy. They say he needs a reset. Uh, 
Boy, if that's not the understatement of all time, Biden's careless comments are hurting his presidency. This country is doomed. It is doomed, not just because of African-Americans. Yeah, that's not good. Or what about this one? Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to prostitute being sued. Come on. Corn Pop was a bad dude. I was appointed to the Academy in 1965 by Senator who I was running against in 1972. Bye. I get out of the bus, I get out of the car, and, uh, and I say, Mom, why are all those kids, it was then called colored, why are all those colored kids in that bus? Because in Scranton, there weren't any, there were very few blacks. So they're not allowed to go to school. Enforced by law, by badge, by hood, and by noose. Let's go, Brandon, I agree. I promise you. The president has a big stick. How could I be the president of the United States of America? What a stupid son of a bitch. Amen. Finally, people are talking about this. Finally, people. They're saying that Biden tends to go off script. Yes, because he can't see that far. Man, he... he, he, he like, right, y'all know how they do the speeches, right? You see those two little plexiglass screens? And, and this is the thing. I think they're assholes for this. Because what they're trying to do is show you that the president has memorized his speech. So that's just there for help. And they put one on each side so he can look at both sides of the, or all sides of the crowd. Just put one in front of him. He gets lost. He gets lost when he goes from his left to his right. And if he goes from his right to his left, he has a stroke. Uh, They say that when he goes, uh, it doesn't appear that most of these instances of National Security Council adequately prepared him. Uh, what should we say when asked about Putin testing our red lines when in Asia? How would we respond strategically questions about Taiwan? I prosecuted Nazis in Nuremberg. I, I, I did, did you really, pro- I don't know if you really did prosecute them. I, I, I mean, <laughs> Uh, Joe needs those Uncle Junior Mr. Magoo glasses. Oh, God damn him. Joe Biden just, he just, he is so funny. And that, it, it, it's not supposed to, he's not supposed to be funny. Like, whenever Joe Biden talks, I, 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 I listen, but I don't pay attention to it because he's, He's he's just a walking fart joke. Like I feel bad for us that this guy is is our quote unquote leader. Fuck! If the Martians came down and said, "Me, take me to your leader," and we drug all, if we drug his ass to fucking Joe Biden, that Martian would be like, "This is not your leader." That Martian would shoot us. I'd look at a little Martian and go, you are not going to believe me, but this guy is actually our leader. 
D- this guy right, <laughs> right here. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, him- uh, foot, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. I actually traveled seventeen thousand miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. This is a serious question. Does Joe Biden have a stutter? Is that why now in his older age, when he begins to answer a question, he kind of stutters out the answers like a gooberish uh, in his younger days? Yes, he did have a stutter. He did have a stutter growing up, but he worked through it, and he, he, he boastfully brags about it as well he should. It's come back, though. I take the Martians to Elon Musk and say, this is our leader. Arise, good morning. She says, good morning. The sky is dark and the thunder is loud. Whoa. Yeah, it's kind of cloudy here today, too. It hasn't started anything here yet. But that's in Oklahoma where the weather is just insanity. All right. All right. There, there we go. Oh, sad news to report. So sad. So sad. That the, the the transportation secretary, you know her, Pete Booty Gig. I'm sorry, that was too that was low hanging fruit. Pete Booty Gig, the transportation secretary, or should we call the transportation assistant? <laughs> uh, has f- sadly sadly tested positive for COVID. Yeah, I'm not going to play any sound effects for him. Fuck him. (laughs) The transportation secretary has two infant children with his husband, Chasten Budigig, both ineligible for COVID vaccination due to their ages. So now Pete Budigig will probably take, I don't know, six, seven more weeks off like he did when he he birthed those. uh, I'm sorry, he didn't birth. When his husband birthed. Oh, wait, that's right. When they adopted those children, they took like five months off. Well, it makes sense to to me. It seems the older age is betraying him. No matter how hard he works on the stutter, his older brain is going to begin to stutter. Like he's not in a place to be in a strong public speaker. No, no, no. This is not the gig for him anymore. I love how all these people, all these people who got the, their inoculations. And, and look, I got my shots. I, I, I did. I got my shots. I like all these people who got their shots. And then the booster. And then the booster for the booster. And then they're talking about a booster for the booster. That is a booster to the booster for the shots. And they're still getting it. I mean, I, I mean, really, they're, they're still getting it. Are we still keeping this fallacy alive? Are we waiting for monkeypox to to kind of crank it out a little faster? Of course, we had our first case here in the Metroplex now. A gay man in Dallas. It affects mainly gay males. I'm not making it up. I'm not making a joke about it. it that is the story. And the CDC wants you to wear a mask, which I thought it was transferred sexually. 
but now they're just saying you can touch somebody and they can get it. Okay. He had to take paternity leave to molest those. I'm sorry, bond with those. Uh, yeah, he could bond with them. <coughs> Joe comes smashing through a drum skin, say, bidee, 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 bidee. That's all, folks. Oh, great. Like AIDS, this is going to be another 1980s mass hysteria thing again? No, no, no. No, this is not going to be anything like AIDS. It's going to be more like COVID. The CDC came out yesterday. I did the story yesterday and is warning people traveling on airlines to wear a mask to avoid monkeypox. I am not making that up. It's not worth a call to the stupid people because they don't have any insight on that. This is something that the the directors of the CDC came out and said. And I'm looking cross-eyed at it because I thought, once again, this was a sexually transmitted way to get, but now I guess if you just touch somebody. Have a good day, bratty kid. Uh, Bubba asked where you can get prophylactics. Keep him indoors. Yeah, I, I look this whole this monkeypox thing. Don't everybody slow down. And by everybody slow down, I mean everybody, including the fucking media. Everybody slow down with this because is monkeypox a thing? Yeah, but it's not really. I mean, I think eighty people in the world have it. Eighty. 80 people in the world have it. Now, I know that this soundbite might come back and bite me in the ass in a few months when, you know, 2 billion people have it, and here I am going, only 80 people had it. But really, we need masks on planes now? For this? I... I, I, See, it's not passing the smell test. I'm sorry, it's just not. <sighs> and now one of my favorite things to talk about, that's right, abortion. And, and but, but, but here's the thing, we're not going to talk about it. We're, we're not going to talk about if it's right or if it's wrong. Remember, we, we busted it all wide open yesterday. Or was it two days ago? If there's no loss of life, then why is there a law in there? Hmm? Yeah, I, I mean, we hit it out of the park with that one yesterday. We're not talking about that. No, no, we're going to talk about the people that want to do all this crazy stuff. Uh, Ratburger says, didn't monkeypox just start with, like, AIDS? It's been around for, like, 30 years. Probably. I, I, man, they got so much shit going. Look, look I'm sorry that they, they come from... The lands of jungles like Africa and South America and all those kind of crazy places and caves and shit in China. You don't know what monkeys are doing. Monkeys could eat like poison or something and then they could develop something weird and then they rape another monkey and that monkey bites somebody and then it, like, it's just all craziness. So, it, now, now I do applaud where this happened to an extent. During the June 5th Sunday service, 
at Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church in Houston. Jalapeno. Can we get another million dollars today, Jesus? Uh, what, they're bringing masks back to schools in L.A. for indoors? For what, COVID or monkeypox? So this happened at the, the Lakewood Church, and they interrupted Joel Osteen, which... Well, I got video. Let's see what happens here. Abortion right? Uh, okay. Ooh, that girl should not be wearing that. It's my body, my choice. It's my body, my choice. Overturn, go hell no. My body, my choice. I am who I say I am. I do what I say to do because I have a choice. I None inside, though. <sighs> oh, gosh. I saw the old scene. I felt bad for those people watching. Uh, I wonder if the Pastor Locke talks about Olstein too. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Uh, I wonder if the CDC will suggest children not play on monkey bars. Okay, well, that voice alone is birth control enough. She's not ever getting knocked up. I had no idea Joel Osteen's church was a polling place or a body of government. What a wildly appropriate place to to protest. Um, Let's just say this. I understand when people protest. I, 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 look, look, I, if she wants to protest inside the church, I, I think that 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 that's just bad. They don't let abortion, you know, fucking protesters inside the clinic. So my whole thing is here is you gotta know your audience. I understand that you wanna you wanna make a scene and you wanna get on TV and you got on TV. But do you really think that you're changing anybody's minds there? She's not a public speaker. She's too emotional. Oh, yeah, she's way too emotional. I mean, she strips off her thing. As soon as everybody sits down, she cursed in church. Cursing in church is enough to get you kicked out. They can kick you out for just that. That fucked up her whole protest right there. You want to protest inside a church? I th- I think you're gonna get struck down with a with a sheet of lightning. That's just me though. <laughs> now, if you haven't seen this yet, here I'll I'll share it with you. <laughs> For what was just texted to me, I like what some host said. At least head to the gym before you bit. You decide to show yourself on national TV. Ah, she's not bad. She's not horrible. 
Just, I mean, the, the outfit alone, and and then the other one that was with her. Overturn row? Hell no. By the way, get some better rhymes, too. Man. Now now see, I, I I will I let me let me say this right now. Young ladies, young ladies, all you gotta do is go, I don't know, about four hundred miles northeast. Yeah, maybe more. About six hundred miles northeast. And you go to a little church there outside of Nashville, Tennessee. And you stand up and and, and and you interrupt Pastor Greg Locke. Take his microphone and bust you in the mouth with it in the name of God. He is willing to bust you in the mouth. I said it. I said I said it. Yep. CNN can eat my dirty sock. Yep. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, that wasn't a coinky dink. That was the providence of God. Know why they let that nonsense go on for weeks? Because they wanted to distract the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Our pastor kicked Democrats out of church. <laughs> it's hard to sit up in Hooters with a Bible in your hand. Now McDonald's talking about witches. Give them out tarot cards and Happy Meals. That is full-blown witchcraft. It's witchcraft. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, please let that happen. Oh, I dare somebody to be that stupid. Because, you know, Joel Osteen ain't going to say shit if he's got a mouthful of it. Joel Osteen just stood up on stage, kept preaching, praise God, I'm so happy to be in the house of the Lord right now and pretending like this didn't happen. I tell you what, right now, Greg Locke would have grabbed them young ladies by their ears and took them out himself. Jalapeno. Just how many concussions has Greg Locke had? <laughs> You're going to protest inside a church. Look, look. <clears throat> the reason you you protest is you're pleading your side and you're trying to garner attention and people to your side. That's why you protest. You see, the reason why they protest outside of an abortion clinic is they don't want you to go inside. So maybe if you were to have your silly little fucking protest going outside and you could have maybe stopped one or two people from going inside. But instead, you fuck that all up. Once they make it in, and let me let you in on a little secret. Let me let you in on a little secret. What if you might agree with what these young ladies are saying? You might. I I, I don't know. I, you're a progressive Christian or whatever. Now, do, do you think that in the front of all of your church peers, you're going to stand up and applaud these women? Being raised in the church, let me tell you right now, the answer is, oh, hell no. You are not going to stand up and applaud these women for wrecking Joel Osteen's service. 
You could agree with them 100%. You could want to join their side. But you know, you know that judgment between all your little friends. Maybe you were the the go-to chili maker. And that's how you define yourself in the church, is I make the chili for the church. You stand up for them gals, guess what? Your chili-making days is over because the church is going to turn on you. You're going to be fucking barely able to get any crackers involved. Derek says, I don't ever go to church, and I have never have, but if that guy was a pastor, I think I'd start going. If Greg Locke was in Dallas, I'd be there every fucking service. I ain't here to hear about God. I ain't here to repent. I'm here to see the fucking show. Because that's what he is. Look, man, I, I, I gave up on going to churches a long time ago. I like people that are entertaining. And, and you know what? He doesn't do anything silly like heal people or anything like that, even though I would love to go to a healing show. But he's just, I, I tell you what, he is he is an entertainer. I know entertainers, and he is one of them. These two young ladies, not entertainers. They're kind of dumb as a box of rock to to do that inside of a church, but oh well. Uh, we're going to talk more about this with Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy tomorrow on this show. I mean, if, if you thought, the, if, wait till you hear the next story. If, if you think this is stupid, attorneys for the Cleveland Browns' is Deshaun Watson say, quote, happy endings are not a crime, clarifies his remarks. <laughs> oh, man, happy endings aren't a crime. Oh, Two different grand juries declined to indict Watson on criminal charges, but all these civil cases are still pending, and I've heard it's up to 66 women. His attorney has maintained his incident, saying the quarterback engaged in consensual sexual activity with three massage therapists. I don't know where those other 63 came from. Um, oh, it, because of what he said on some sports radio show, God bless radio. I don't know how many men are out there now that have had a massage that perhaps occasionally there was a happy ending. Maybe nobody in your listening audience that has ever happened to. I do want to point out if that has happened, it's not a crime. Unless you're paying somebody extra or so to give you some kind of sexual activity, it's not a crime. Uh, yeah, there aren't a lot of masseuses out there that that they they customize in happy endings. Excuse me, do you specialize in happy endings? Oh, you do. Oh, oh, you're a brothel. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I'm looking for a legitimate massage therapist. 
This is reminiscent of Robert Kraft just getting a rub and tug pregame. 66 massages in 17 months. Dear God. Uh, so yesterday I had a patient who brought their partner uh, with them. Significant other left the room, and I asked uh, where his girlfriend went. He goes, they're upset with me and left, but we'll be back, my stupid ass, because proper English acknowledges they, as Pearl goes, oh, are they your polyamorous relationship? To which, before he said no, I realized his partner was a they-them, basically a female that wants to be a gay male. I think I was able to finagle my way out of having to worry about any complaints, but geez. I literally had all but one patient from hell yesterday. Pray I have a good day today because I was about to lose it. The they-them was just the start of the bullshit train. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That does suck. Well, I, you know what? Alicia, then this next story is just for you. What's a polyamorous? uh, uh, Is that like a gay relationship, but you think the other one's a girl or something? I don't know. Don't ask me what these these code things are. If you think you had a bad day, Alicia, yesterday, no, no, no. The, the, The director... Uh, uh, of I, I guess of parties and of food and things at the at the Indianapolis the Children's Museum of Indianapolis had a much worse day than you. The Children's Museum of Indianapolis has come under fire for offering a prepackaged a meal that was in their Juneteenth menu. Uh, The museum invites the public to its Juneteenth Jamboree. Juneteenth is when the last slaves were freed, finally. Um, It's a holiday celebrating the emancipation of enslaved people in the United States, although uh, blah, 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 blah. It became a federal holiday in 2021. And the woman who really did it lives in Fort Worth. Uh, And she's still alive. Yeah, yeah. By the way... In the prepackaged thing, they were offering a watermelon salad. As a museum, we apologize and acknowledge the negative impact that stereotypes have on communities of color. The salad has been removed from the menu. <laughs> we are currently reviewing how we may best convey these stories and traditions during this year's Juneteenth celebration as well as making changes around how future food selections are made by our food service provider. <laughs> now, now, first of all, First of all, I, I just need to know how this made it this far. How did it make it as far to a national level? Did did who thought this was 
Was this like a joke that just kept getting pushed further and further? Oh, you think they'll approve it? I mean, this is one of those that you just have to go, okay, end it. You have to stop it. Because if this goes too far, it's not even a joke anymore. You remember a few years ago when they had the, uh, oh, I, I can't think of the stores, but they, like, kids would shop in there. I don't think it wasn't the Gap or anything. It wasn't Abercrombie. They had, like, a, American, it might have been American Eagle, but they had, like, sweatshirts. And they had a little black kid in the catalog wearing a, a shirt that said monkey on it. I mean... <laughs> You, you, you have to think some of this through. Does that come with fried chicken and collard greens? <laughs> Just like that oceanic pilot, something wrong. Holy fuck. I love watermelon. I totally... See, like, like, like. Maybe you, you put, like, an assortment of, of, of uh, summertime melons. That, that Maybe you could put that in there instead of just putting a watermelon salad. See, you could, you could change up the card a little bit. You could still be selling, you know, throwing watermelons in there, but your racism wouldn't be quite so avert. Hey, let's put the watermelon salad in. For the Juneteenth deal. Oh, okay. Great idea, Irv. I mean, damn. Come on. You know, it, it, and you know what this is? I, I do know what this is. And Alicia, you hit it right on the head with that. Because you remember, those names got used. Those names got used on TV. And do you want to know why those names got used on TV? Because we have a generation that has a stick up their fucking ass. I mean, this is like when you page Mike Hunt at a restaurant. Most of the time now, they will not, they will not look for Mike Hunt anymore. So that's why we have to get him on the news, people. At least they caught on to it. Hickam Air Base still hasn't had uh, an epiphany on Juneteenth lunch of chicken and waffles with the Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, with Kool-Aid. Oh, fuck. That takes it to whole new levels right there. But, man, oh, man. Hey, look, it's Sassy Pammy, the home-wrecking show wrecker who's a communist. Good morning to you. Yeah, you've earned quite the title now. <sighs> That's so bad. <laughs> Juneteenth. Hey, we've got a watermelon salad for you. It, I want to see if I can find... There's a video. There's a video online about a guy talking about a field trip that he had to go to. Mm, uh, it, that he had to go to, and it was terrible. 
Let's see here. Let's see. Uh, it, it's one of the funnest video, funniest videos I've ever seen. Oh, here it is. I found it. Hold on a second here. I'm going to play this for you. I, I've seen this a number of times. Now, this is a black guy. This is a black guy talking about a field trip that he went on when he was in junior high school. Here you go. I have ever been on in my fucking life. They took us to a fucking cotton processing place. And there was a big-ass cotton field out in the middle of fucking Raymond, Alabama, in the south of Montgomery County. We went there, and me and 28 other little nigglets in Miss Harper's third-grade classroom, they took our asses out there in the middle of the fucking August heat and said, hey, y'all, they gave us bags and shit, like little cute little plastic bags. With a cute, with a cotton puff person, with a smile on his face, and they're like, "Hey, y'all go out, y'all go out there, have fun, pick as much cotton as you want." And so I, my stupid ass went, you know, I went. My mama signed off on it and didn't think about it, and I went to the fucking field trip. Out there in the field, just having a good old time. We were singing songs and shit in the middle of the motherfucking field, picking goddamn cotton in the middle of the fucking heat. And then, you know, I'm thinking, because it's a field trip, they told us you can pick as much as you want. Hey, you get to keep the fucking cotton. You can keep it. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep it. And we go, go to get back on the bus. They're like, all right, kids, turn your bags in. And they take our asses inside and took all the damn cotton that we had. And then told us to get back on the fucking bus. So me being a little rebel, I took a handful of cotton, stuffed it in my pocket, and went home. Then my mama came when she was doing laundry the next night. She was like, what the fuck? Is this cotton in your back pocket? I was like, yeah. Where the hell did you get unprocessed raw cotton from? Well, yesterday on that field trip, they took us to a, a cotton processing plant, and we got to pick cotton all day long. My mama came to the school, and I swear to God, that shit went down. She locked this woman in a room like, how dare you jive-ass motherfuckers take my kids and all these other ashy little Negroes to a fucking cotton field in the middle of the summer. You fucking soulless bitch. She fucking checked me out of school. I didn't go to school for three days buying that shit. She said, I don't want to have to look at that bitch. Oh, God, that story is funny every time. Oh, God damn. Oh. Oh. Ever notice people tend to forgive lots of white people, especially in the South, eat watermelon, fried chicken, and biscuits and gravy. It's called delicious. Amen to that. Uh, Ogre says, fuck you, Mixler. God damn it. I just choked laughing when he said they sang songs. I remember the first time I ever saw that video, I was dying. Oh, this may actually be the funniest fucking story I've ever heard. I'm in shock. This is so fucking funny. We're all going to hell. Mixler's being a bitch of a time. Fuck, Mixler. All you got to do is go. If you're on TikTok, uh, go to the search and, and, and type in. And you see his buddies sitting around. All of his buddies sitting around him who are dying laughing are white. And he's telling this story, and it's so fantastic. But, but type in uh, racist field trip, and the video will come up. And it, Man, oh, man, that is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, ra- just uh, on TikTok, 
Search a racist field trip. Oh, man. That's good stuff. Uh, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Happy Hump Day, everybody. She was a waitress at the only joint in town. She had a reputation as a girl who'd been around. Down Main Street after midnight, brand new pack of six. A fresh one hanging from her lips, a beer between her legs. She'd ride down to the river and meet with all her friends. The road goes on forever and the party never ends. Sonny was a loner, older than the rest. He was going in the Navy, but couldn't pass the test. So he hung around town. He sold a little pot. The law caught wind of Sonny. One day he got caught. But he was back in business when they set him free again. The road goes on forever, and the party never ends. Sonny's playing eight ball at the joint where Cher works When some drunken out-of-towner put his hand up Cher's skirt Sonny took his pool cue, laid the drunk out on the floor Stuffed a dollar in her tip jar, walked on out the door She's running right behind him, reaching for his hand The road goes on forever, and the party never ends Jumped into his pickup, Sonny jammed her down in gear. Sonny looked at Sherry, said, Let's get on out of here. The stars were high above them, the moon was in the east. The sun was setting on them when they reached Miami Beach. They got a hotel by the water and a port of Bombay gin. The road goes on forever and the party never ends. Sonny knew a man who knew some Cuban refugees that dealt in contraband. Sonny met the Cuban in a house just off the route with a briefcase full of money and a pistol in his boot. The cards were on the table when the law came busting in. The road goes on forever and the party never ends. The Cubans grabbed the goodies. Sonny grabbed the jack He broke the bathroom window And climbed on out the back Sherry drove the pickup Through the alley on the side Where a law man tackled Sonny And was reading him his rights She stepped out in the alley With a single shot for ten The road goes on forever And the party never ends Got back to the motel just before the break of day Sonny gave her all the money and he blew a little kiss If they asked you how this happened, say I forced you into this She watched him as his taillights disappeared around the bend The road goes on forever and the party never ends This thing 
after midnight Just like it was before Twenty-one months later At the local grocery store Sherry buys a paper And a cold six-pack of beer The headlines read that Sonny Is going to the chair She pulls back on the main street In her new Mercedes Benz The road goes on forever And the party never ends Bartender, I really did it this time Broke my parole to have a good time When I got home, it was 6 a.m. The door was locked, so I kicked it in She was tripping on the bills I think she was high on some pills She threw my things out into the yard Then she called me a bum and slapped me real hard And in my drunken stupor, I did what I should have never done Now I'm sitting here, talking to you, drunken on the run I'm sitting at a bar on the inside, waiting for my ride on the outside She stole my heart in the trailer park So I jacked the keys to her father's car And crashed that Chevrolet and then stepped away You know, Mo, I'll probably get ten years So just give me beers till they get here Yeah, I know the sun is coming up And y'all are probably getting ready for closing up But I'm trying to drown my soul I'm tired of this life on a dirt road And everything that I love is gone And I'm tired of hanging on She got me sitting at a bar on the inside Waiting for my ride on the outside She stole my heart in the trailer park So I jacked the keys to her father's car And crashed that Chevrolet and stepped Guess away Guess it was meant to be Romance is misery So much for memories And now I'm headed to the penitentiary See me on TV The next cop series I am a danger I guess I should've did something about my anger But I never learned Real things that don't concern I pour kerosene on everything I love And watch it burn I know it's my fault But I wasn't happy it was over She threw a fit so Where I've been, I've been at a bar 
to the big show here on a uh, hump day. That's right. Hump day! Hump day! Hump day! I, I don't even know where to start in Hollywood. I, I, I mean, uh, let, let's start with the king of Hollywood right now, and that would have to be Mr. Johnny Depp. There's a story going around, and, and there's a bad picture, too, but if the, the trial's over. Court stenographer. So this is the gal that sits there, and she, she, she listens to every word and types down every word that's in the court. The stenographer in the courtroom says the jurors were sleeping. They were dozing off during lengthy videos as she spotted as she was spotted partying with the actor. <laughs> I guess it was a, a, some sort of rap thing going on, and there he is. There's Johnny with some sort of beverage in his hand, and I can tell it's Johnny because there's a ring on every finger and stupid hats to match. Oh, oh my gosh, the court stenographer is hanging out with Johnny Depp. That can't be good. That just cannot be good at all. <laughs> oh, who in the picture, it looks like he's going up to her going, who's my favorite stenographer? <laughs> Alicia, I hope you have a fantastic day, and I hope it's easier. Mm-mm-mm. God damn it. I can't wait to see what happens with Johnny Depp now. Like, like I'm actually looking forward to seeing what happens. Hopefully he realizes that he's not British and he's not European. And he comes back and he lives in Kentucky and builds a big house there and then does, like, regular movies. Stay away from Tim Burton. Please stay away. He weirded you out to too many people, Johnny. You are great on 21 Jump Street. Mm. But no, no, sadly, it's only going to get dumber from here. So let's go to the true dumbness of the world that we are in. 
and that Nick Cannon is in. Now, I, I don't know who Nick Cannon blew. I don't know what deal with Satan Nick Cannon made. His lazy-eyed ass. <laughs> he probably walked up to her and said, Hey, baby, can I press all your right buttons? But if you think about Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon has had the luckiest career next to Kevin Hart. Nick Cannon does a shit movie called Drumline. It's so bad they made a sequel, but he was hardly in it. Um, then, out of nowhere, he starts doing stand-up comedy, and then he marries Mariah Carey. Has kids with her, then divorces Mariah Carey. And has since divorced Mariah Carey, has been on a bender of making children. And Nick, he, he bragged yesterday uh, as he says, if you thought last year was something on births, oh, just wait. As he awaits on the birth of his eighth child. He has six children, uh, let's see, uh, twins, Moroccan and Moreau, with Mariah Carey, a girl named Golden, powerful queen, Brittany Bell, and twins Zion Mixlidodyne and Zillin Eyre, who will turn one later this month with Abby De La Ross. His seventh child, Zen, whom he had with Alyssa Scott, passed away just two months ago, sadly, and now he's waiting on another child. Pickup line to give to a stenographer when a stroke something other than keys. Now, it seems... I guess he does a, a, a decent job at, at spending time with his children. There's lots of pictures with him, and he's paying for them and doing all that kind of stuff. But he's a man. That's too many days to remember in the year. That, that's far too many days. You got eight kids, so now you got to remember eight different birthdays. Thank God you got a couple sets of twins in there. So you got, what, six sets of birthdays you got to remember. You got to remember mama's birthday. You got to remember the other mama's birthday. And then grandmama's birthdays, you got to remember all of them. That's too much. That is way too much. No, no, I'm tapping out. I am tapping out. And, and aside from Mariah Carey, who are these women? Women that think they're going to make it to the big time and be on Wild and Out? Maybe get invited to the daytime talk non-sensation known as the Nick Cannon Hour. Can by the way, by the way, can we get some talk shows with some actual celebrity hosts? Kelly Clarkson and Nick Cannon. Oh come on now, we we deserve better than that. 
give me at least a, a runner-up on American Idol, or, or, or uh, you gave me a winner in this guy. How, how about we get some real celebrities? I can't wait till Nick Cannon does a PSA on global warming with his 50 kids. When Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian have a kid, it will be named however you spell the sound of sucking dick. I, I mean, are we surprised? Are we surprised that that hasn't happened yet, that she hasn't been knocked up? I think the world might end on that day. The day that Kim Kardashian gives birth to Pete Davidson's child. You know, I don't even want to joke about that. That thing's going to come out with fucking horns. So, yes, Nick Cannon with a 40th child coming to a theater near you. Now, this this next story is just weird, okay? Yes, I'm passing complete judgment on this person, and, and I, I, I don't care. This guy who plays the Flash in the movies, this Ezra Miller feller, who I, I probably shouldn't say feller anymore because he's non-binary. Remember, he told a cop he'd kill him. So I don't know what Ezra Miller would do to me if I said he was a he. Oh, whoops, I did it again. He is now being, he's 29 years old, okay? This story is fucking weird. It, it, why, why not do it? Why not? Just, just. He is taking control of a young woman named Tokata Iron Eyes. I, I, I don't know if that's a real name. That's what, she, that's what the story gave me. Um, she's 18. Her parents claim that and ask a court for restraining order. After he, they they say he has plied her with alcohol, marijuana, and oh my God, LSD. <laughs> Parents say uh, they met Ezra Miller when she was twelve, and Miller even flew her to London when she was fourteen. Now, now, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second here. So you're telling me that your daughter, when she was 12, and this fellow was 21. Oh, wait, no, wait. That, that's not right. I'm sorry. 23. I apologize. When your daughter was 12 and he was 23, they met. Okay, fan meeting, interaction, okay. And then two years later, you allowed your 14-year-old daughter to fly to London to hang out with him, a 25-year-old man. She dropped out of school and fled her family to stay with Miller. 
And now she's allegedly under his his control. She is a member of the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe. I, I look. This guy holding anybody down, it, it that, that's hard for me to believe, especially big old strong engine gal. I'm pretty sure she's going to whoop his ass. They flew to Miller's home in Vermont to retrieve Dakota. They allegedly found bruises on her body. She no longer had driving license, car keys, or a bank card. Oh, Dakota was a prominent campaigner against the Dakota Access Pipeline, even shared a stage with someone we know. Blah, blah, blah. How dare you? That's right, Greta Thunberg. By the way, you're being... Oh, wait. He Ezra Miller shares a cryptic message to the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, we must watch. This is must-seeable here. Here's a song about a brawny paper towel. No, that's a not it. Little on your door, or a little bit of goo drops from your s'mores, you or go. your. Hi, um, this is Ezra Miller, uh, aka the Bengal Ghouls, the Mad Goose Wizard, and um, this is a message, Mad Goose Wizard, and um, this is a message for the Beulahville chapter of the North Carolina Ku Klux Klan. Hello, first of all, how are y'all doing? Um, it's me. Um, look, if y'all want to die, I suggest just killing yourselves with your own guns. Okay? Um, otherwise, keep doing exactly what you're doing right now, and you know what I'm talking about. And then, you know, um, we'll do it for you if that's really what you want. Okay, talk to you soon, okay? Bye! What the fuck passes for a celebrity now? I, I, I huh? Has anybody tested this guy? This guy. Then he's choking some chick in another video. This guy's a fucking nutbag. Can somebody just taser him? Can we taser him and just put him in, in lockup? I mean, I mean, look, look, at least Crispin Glover had a little bit of fucking talent underneath his craziness that he did. The same with Joaquin Phoenix. You can't just steal their, their sticks and then claim your binary and all this kind of shit and then tend to get away with it. Because let me just tell you there, Ezra, if I'm on this shoot and I see you pulling this young lady down by her throat, I, I might have to grab you by the ear myself. I don't know why he's talking to the Klan. I, I, that just doesn't make any sense to me at all. Hey, Ezra, meth is a hell of a drug. Amen to that. Good God almighty. Stop mixing that. Oh, by the way, there's a new drug. There's a new drug out there. No, no, I saw a video about this. I saw a video. No, I'm not going to try it. No. It's this pink thing called Tricubra or whatever. Right now, it's mainly down in uh, South America, shockingly enough, in Colombia. 
I know. Or, or I, 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 right? I, it, it's supposed to make you hallucinate, and it does terrible things to your central nervous system. But there's a new drug out there. Keep an eye on it. And, and by the way, you heard it here first. That's right. You heard it right here first. And, yes, I'm very proud of that. <laughs> Jesus. But, yeah, I was like, oh, man, there's a new drug out there. That's cool. Oh, where do I go now? All right, so we've got a major golf tournament coming up in a couple weeks. Um, the U.S. Open. Now, now let me just tell you real quick, I hate the U.S. Open. The U.S. Open to me is probably George Floyd's corpse just got excited. Did they test it out on hippos? <laughs> well, you know, I mean... A reminder, Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Mm-mm. This is probably fucking hippo fart dust. Um, who attacked uh, U.S. as America KKK and called to destruct police. Uh, wins Democratic primary. Oh, by the way, by the way, yes, California. I, I'm not. I'm not shying away from this. I know that you had your primaries yesterday, and I know that a lot of you voted. Yesterday was a day to see who was going to get the nominations come November. Boy, oh boy, California, you reap what you sow. Just saying. Looks like your boy Gavin's going to run away with it again in November. Back to the U.S. Open. I hate the U.S. Open. Uh, OG, another tournament where I get to see Jason Day shit to bed. I have no idea why I'm so loyal to him, but I guess I'm used to disappointment. Good morning, ass. Good morning, you're out. Um, uh, where where is the U.S. Open this year? Let's see. Um, it's not saying where it is. I don't care. Um, but the reason why I hate it is because they make the golf course so unplayably hard. Look, if I want to see somebody play awful golf, I'll watch my own game. The, these men who go out there and, and play the game of golf and do these amazing things on the golf course, this is why we watch. I, I don't watch to see a guy hit a green and then watch the green be so dry it bounces fucking off, even though it was a good shot. It, it, it's, it's, I hate it. I hate that tournament. I always have. I will watch it. I hate it now because it's played on Father's Day weekend, and this used to be a very big tradition with me and Dad, so it's a hard tournament for me to watch. Uh, Derek says, fucking rigged bullshit voting here in California. Uh, Fuck him. I voted against him yesterday. I know it won't matter, but still feels good to vote against him. Yeah, hey, you got to keep voting. You got to vote on all those things. But uh, this new golf league has started now, this new Saudi-backed golf league, and the USGA came out a couple weeks ago, and the PGA Tour came out and said, look, uh, you can't play on both tours. Uh, You can't play on both tours. You either have to play on the PGA Tour or you have to play on this LIV Tour. And they've gotten some big names. They got Dustin Johnson to go over there, and, and allegedly he was paid $125 
million dollars just to sign his name on the dotted line. There was a report that Tiger Woods was offered close to a billion dollars. He was offered close to a billion dollars to join this league. And he said no. Turned it down. Because he's loyal to the PGA. Because the PGA is where all the established records are. And he realizes that it, his body's too banged up to where I think if this if this golf tour came around when Tiger was early on in his career, Tiger may sign have signed with them. If they offered him that much money. I think Tiger would have signed with them. And I think that would have been a huge competition point for the PGA. Now the PGA has it under, they, they, they have it on lockdown. This LIV tournament is going to be dumb. It's, gonna, it's not going to last. And what it's done now is it's caused a rift between golfers and the PGA, like Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Kevin Na, they've resigned their positions. And a big name, and you're going to hear it here first, a big name is Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler is contemplating. Now, if they're going to pay Ricky Fowler like $50 million to go there, I say go, Ricky, because you've been a dud for the last four years. Your game's not getting any better. Take the money when you can. But the USGA came out yesterday and said, look, the U.S. Open is our tournament. It's not really the PGA's. And we will allow all the people who have qualified who are on the LIV tour to come and play in the U.S. Open. So Phil Mickelson may be able to play in this. I don't know if he's been practicing because this is the only major he's missing. But just Dustin Johnson, former U.S. Open winner, can play in the Open now. And all these people can play in there. The one person that will not be playing in this year's U.S. Open, sad to report yesterday he pulled out, Tiger Woods will not be playing this year at the U.S. Open. I had a feeling he wouldn't because this year's British Open, or as they call it, the Open, We'll be at St. Andrews celebrating its 150 years, and Tiger is not going to miss that. And who knows? I mean, that's a course that Tiger has just fucking dominated on. How great would it be to see him win a British Open again? Arnie, do you think the LIV is like the USFL or like AEW? I think it's more like uh, the USFL. AEW, I think, is going to stick around. I, I think the AEW might have some have some smart people in place, depending on what this whole MJF thing is. And I like where they, the USFL is just a monkey fucking a football. And I do believe that this LIV tour is going to do the same thing, that, in my opinion. Did you see that Bryson DeChambeau signed with the LIV? Has he officially signed? I heard... I, 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 I heard that he was going to sign, but he hasn't... He hasn't officially done it yet. That one kind of disappoints me. Because I I thought he was more of a student of the game, but he's not. I look at golf like this. This is the way I look at golf. Um, 
lot of people will say the greatest golfer who ever set, stepped on earth was Bobby Jones. Bobby Jones won every amateur title there is to one in one year. He won them all in the same year, and that was the Grand Slam. It was the United States Open. It was the British Open. It was the British Amateur and the U.S. Amateur. Bobby Jones won every tournament he ever played in. or The tournaments that he won, he always played as an amateur. He was never a professional golfer because he loved the game so much. He made his money on land deals uh, from his family inheritances, and he was a lawyer and an engineer. He went to law school and engineering school. Now, Bobby Jones passed the game down to these players, and the PGA kind of swole around that, the Professional Golfers Association. And there's a lot of history. You know how baseball is based on numbers and things like that? Well, golf is based on history. And I'm very surprised that a lot of these, and a lot of golfers are students of the game. Hell, I think I ran into Lee Trevino yesterday at that Western store, but I wasn't, like, when he turned all the way around, I wasn't sure it was him. And I know he lives in Fort Worth. So that could have been Lee Trevino yesterday, professional golfer, but I didn't say anything. But these young guys who are going over there, Bryson DeChambeau, and there's a rumor that Brooks Capeka might go came across my phone that Bryson and Patrick Reed, good, Patrick Reed's a piece of shit. I don't like Patrick Reed anyway. I figured Tiger would have a leg up on the competition. All right, all right. Shooter McGavin was the greatest. He ate turd droppings for breakfast like a champ. Uh, Yeah, but see, and, and, and look, I think this, the Saudi league will be fine, but not really. I mean, I'm not going to uh, – maybe I'll watch the inaugural event, but that's about it because I don't know. I, I just – I don't know a lot of the pro golfers out there now, and now I'm on the low less, no less because they're going to have other people on this tour. You can't just have a tour with like 16 people. Yeah, so I uh, yeah, Ogre, I think uh I think the the days of the LIV tour are 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 numbered to to be nice. And I I, I don't wish him anything ill. I mean, uh, hey, if you like golf and you you're going to get more golf now on TV. Okay, great. Mhm. Big news yesterday in the reality show world. What you, you the more stuff that came out on this family, the nastier and nastier it is. So there's this show on the USA Network and E called uh, the the or or whatever it is, keeping up with the Crizzlies or some bullshit with the Crizzlies. You know, take it in the butt with the Crizzlies. Okay, so the story is this: that Todd, the quote man in the house made his money by flipping houses and doing all kinds of real estate deals in Georgia. And all of a sudden 
got a reality show that has nothing to do with flipping houses. All it is is him walking around the house bragging about how much he spends each year on clothing, which is close to $400,000 a year on clothing just for him. Now, he has a wife that is a little chunky, and he's like, when you hear him talk, you you go, wait a second. (laughs) Wait a second. But they claim that he's he's as straight as an arrow. And he's got kids, and, he, and, and his two oldest kids hate his guts, and he hates theirs. He pretty much tells them that. The other kids are just riding along for the fucking money, which, by the way, these two were uh, indicted of uh, trying to swindle the government out of loads and loads of money. Bank fraud and tax evasion. There was a twist in the case that that Todd, the quote-unquote man of the family, had a, uh, a, 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 a terribly torrid and sexy man-on-man love triangle. There was no triangle. It was just him and another dude. That's not even the worst part. This is the worst part of the story. Todd... Ed and his chunky wife, Julie, pawned everything off on his big, fat, old mother. The person they call Nanny Faye. So, so they put her name on every document. And she said she signed things without even looking at them because she trusted it was her baby boy. Well, lo and behold, a jury didn't take very long at all to find the Grizzlies guilty as fucking charged, and they could face up to 30 years in the big house. (laughs) 30 years. And you know what's so funny is after I heard that, I was watching the USA Network yesterday, and they're like, hey, season number one of the Grizzlies is coming up next week. I'm like, that's the last one. Unless they're going to do, you know, Grizzly getting cornholed <laughs> in Sing Sing. They have been, uh, re- they're waiting on their trial to start. They're under home home arrest. You better fucking film as many Grizzlies as you can right now. Man-on-man love triangles are gay. Yeah, very true. Mount Rushmore of queefy names. Chad, Todd, Kyle, Brad, Gary, Rob. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They'll get two, three years and probation. But look, man, I just want to see Todd Crisley go to a prison. Oh, I think he gets shivved. I think he gets shivved a couple times. Yeah, the government does want their cut, Special Kale. Man, what will his ugly daughter Savannah do now? Nobody's there to tell her she's beautiful, because I sure ain't. Poor old Nanny Faye, she's like 862 years old. 
Woo-wee, boy, this guy is going to get reamed. Uh, by the way, this ends that marriage. This marriage is over. Not that anybody thought this was a real marriage. I mean, they, look, I've watched a few of these episodes of this, and, and he comes out, and the way he walks, the way he talks, you just go, look, man, if it walks like a duck and it sucks dick like a duck, it's gay, and it's okay to be gay. This motherfucker comes out there. It's like she. It's like they, 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 that he's her gay BFF. She don't wear nothing that looks too fucking good. I mean, he wears all kinds of stylish shit. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. He he's he's fruitier than a fucking farmer's market on a weekend. I'll just tell you that right now. Can't wait to see how he does in the big house. Speaking of somebody that was in the big house, that, uh, wow. All right, here we go. Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. All right. Now, you know that I love my housewives, but there's a certain element that is actually real. Crucially, show is totally staged. Even the dialogue, it's so fake. Oh, I, I understand. I get, I agree with you. It's scripted reality. That's what they call it in Hollywood. They call it scripted reality. How can you script reality? That doesn't make sense. We are we are bashing the English language so badly now. Scripted reality. That can't be a thing. Okay, so... I know a lot of people were turned off to the NFL because, you know, work stoppages, things like that. They're turned off because the NFL gets, you know, the Cole Colin Kaepernick thing. Then NFL gets so woke and, and all their things. And people are like, turn it off. And I'm never coming back. And then they come back next season. I do think the NFL may have jumped the shark. I really do. Due to the fact that the NFL's first transgendered cheerleader reveals how gender identity struggles left her battling depression when she was just 12 before she fled to L.A. at age 14 to be a dancer and finally embraced who I was as a person. Why does this need to be in the NFL? We're 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 putting something. We're adding something into the NFL that will literally cater to less than four percent of our population. And of that population, I would imagine that only about 4% of the 4% even watch professional fucking football. This is nothing more than add a piece here, take a piece away there. Who, by the way, did this transgender cheerleader replace? 
I'm betting dollars to donuts, and we all know how much I fucking love donuts. Holy shit! Look <laughs> at them donuts! The young lady that was replaced was, in fact, sadly, a honky. You shut your mouth, you white honky. Yep. I'm just going to say that right now. Whoever is holding him up on those one-leg stances better be careful which appendage they're holding. Cowboys Girl says, are you fucking kidding me? I effing hate the NFL, but I love football. Look, they've changed the game so much. Honestly, uh, Ogre, I know that you can't stand the NFL anymore due to some just god-awful officiating and just awfulness of the league. I'm I'm getting to that point with the NFL. The NFL to me is just a joke. Roger Goodell makes something like sixty million dollars last year for what? What'd he do? He didn't grow the game at all. Roger Goodell is a piece of shit. That, that that's all there is to it. And now we have a transgender cheerleader because God forbid we don't. How come we don't have any midget cheerleaders? Being serious here. How about one-legged cheerleaders? Why don't we have why don't why don't we have any wheelchair cheerleaders? You're opening the door. You're opening the door pretty soon now. The, the, the cheerleader groups are going to be fucking 500 strong and everything that you can imagine. Lazy-eyed cheerleader, she's got a part. Why aren't there cheerleaders in wheelchairs? They could rig up <laughs> world gigs and have firework launch from the handles. Becca cheerleaders are also unrepresented. Yes. Oh, to see that. Becca! Oh, Becca! my God. Becca! On a sideline. Oh, man. Where's the cripple cheerleaders? You can throw them around all you want. I just looked up Jason Day in shocker. He did not qualify for the Open. Damn it. We don't even have a fat cheerleader. Boy, the University at Nevada a few years ago sure as fuck did. So, so I was covering a game for the, the sports radio show. It was the only game I ever got to cover. Um, and I got to sit on media row, and it's me, so you know I'm going to do me. And all these guys, these newscasters from all three local TV stations are there. There's a couple other radio guys, and they're dressed up. And then there's Arnie. Arnie's got a pair of fucking green cargo shorts on, sandals, and a hoodie. Sitting on press row. And all of a sudden, Nevada Wolfpack cheerleaders came out and, and the front row happened. And and, and and Tiny Gonzalez, she ran she runs out. Or trots out, I should say. Whoo! You wanna talk about a base for a pyramid? 
I'm telling you, the fucking Mayans could have used her ass. By the way, last night's Mayans episode sucked. It's one of those holding place for next week's season finale. We need blind cheerleaders who get all excited when their own team throws a pick. Either that or they wander onto the field. Imagine the cool halftime show. Using all those tapping sticks for props like an old Hollywood musical. Man, oh man. I th- This all-inclusive world, do you realize how time-consuming the all-inclusive world is? You imagine you go to a high school football game, and now you got like a cheerleader group that has everybody in there? Like this even? How long is that going to take them to cheer? Give me a G. G. What comes after that? I don't know. Yay. (laughs) I mean, shit. Why do we just... Why do we need so much inclusion? There's so much shit chick shit out there that I don't want to be a part of. I will never ask to be a part of it, let alone pick it for it or, or stand in line against it. Straight Fire says, finally, I'm happy that the Steelers don't have cheerleaders. I mean, there's going far enough for inclusion, and then there's just ridiculousness. Come on. Come on. I swear. (laughs) Transgender cheerleader. That's awesome. That's great. Put that in front of the little kids. Can't wait to see how that plays out. Uh... Last night, I guess, John Hinckley Jr., who's been released from prison after he tried to shoot President Ronald Reagan in 1981, and thanks to him, we got us that cool Brady Bill. Thanks a lot, John Hinckley. He performed a sold-out performance What in New York City. New York City! Hinkley, 67, plays guitar and, and sings and hopes to pursue a music career. Hinkley had tweeted that he will take the stage at 7 o'clock on July 8th. And by the way, people, look, look, people have made this show a sellout. Better not be like his assassination attempt. He better kill that night. Hinkley will go back to jail when he's caught robbing a bank wearing a Reagan mask. I I don't know if the world is ready for a John Hinkley band out there. All All these people now that hate Ronald Reagan in the past, they're the ones that are going, yeah, man. Fuck jelly beans. Yeah, man.
don't know if I'd go on a tour if I was him. So is there going to be some fucking conservatives that want to fucking take a shot at you too, pal? Hey, knock it off, Bubba. Scratch up the damn couch anymore. I'll tell you, Bubba's been a little asshole lately. He ain't been listening. So we've been doing some training, and he doesn't like it. And he tried to bully another dog today. We had to put an end to that shit. Then he pouted about that, too. I mean, what the actual fuck? Imagine if Hitler was released and did an art show and people showed up. Yes. I mean, this is this man tried to kill the president of the United States of America, and people are showing up to see him sing. He and Squeaky Fromm should put a in a locked room with knives and whoever wins gets released. Oh, let's see. But unlike Hinkley, they will be uh, a better shot. No shit. This is just dumb. John Hinkley Jr. Cry me. Yeah, take that, Reagan, you dickhead. <laughs> now, there's no timetable. I, I haven't seen a timetable on this yet. But rumors are out there. And now there's a picture of it shared by writer-slash-director Todd Phillips saying that there is now a script for Joker number two. It is called Joker Follet et Du. Picture of Jaqueen reading it. The term refers to a madness shared by two, and it is a psychiatric syndrome which symptoms of delusional belief and sometimes hallucinations are transmitted from one individual to another. Now, Joaquin Phoenix has said that he would do it again. We'll see. No timetable is out there. But we do know, we do know it could happen. I wonder if Jody Foster will show up to his concert. Probably. Somewhere Axel Rose is smelling an opportunity. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, is that it? Yeah, that's it there. All right, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. And we will be back and finish the show up from there. Right about now, you're about to be possessed by the sounds of MC Rawface and DJ Easy Because I get stupid, I mean I 
You ready? 
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Well, looky there, buenos dias, me amigo Adam J. How are you, pal? Hope you're doing good down in Mexico right now. Uh, he says, I kind of think they should leave it alone, leave it dead, the Joker franchise, but I'd watch it. Before we went to the break, we were talking about uh, the Joker franchise possibly making a part two. Joaquin Phoenix has been seen reading the script. There's a script for it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix kind of has to play him, right? I mean, if this is going to be another Todd Phillips joint. I mean, the only other person that could play it. I mean, is Ezra Miller or whatever that fucking idiot's name, the guy we were talking about in Hawaii, the guy who's got the girl held against her will. I mean, that's about the only other idiot they could really get into playing it. But, I mean, I don't know who else could play the, the Joker. Sassy Pammy, the home-wrecking show-wrecking communist, said, uh, I was hoping that there was a possibility for another Top Gun movie. What, so you can root for the Russians this time? Yeah, I know that you were rooting against Maverick and Iceman in the original. Damn you, Pammy. Um, you know what's so interesting is, is that Tom Cruise never wanted to do this sequel. They had to pretty much beg him to do this sequel. And he did it, and it's become his biggest movie of all time. Um... And it took, what, 38 years to get a sequel to this movie? I'm terrified that, and and the way it ended, I thought it ended great. I thought it ended just fine. I don't need to see Pete Maverick out there anymore. (sighs) But there were a couple unresolved issues in the movie. And let me just say, I would not be surprised at all to see another Top Gun. I don't want it. I do not let, let let me let me be let me be firm on this. That sequel was perfect. I don't need another. It was perfect as it is. It's that last bite of steak that you get. You know, you got a ribeye and you got a little fat left on there and you got the the meat that's so so tender, and then you scoop up a little potato, and that is your last bite. That's what this should be. Yeah, Top Gun 3, ka-ching. Pammy rooted for the Omegas in Animal House. My God! You have no decency, woman! Sassy Pammy was the people in the white suits that fucking killed E.T., <laughs> oh, there we go right there. Now there's a movie that Netflix is making. I don't know. We want Days of Thunder Cold Trickle. I got to tell you, I love Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder to me was a fantastic race car movie. And you got to know that Rowdy Gaines was completely Dale Earnhardt. Except for the whole dying thing. 
Stop picking on me. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have killed E.T. I'd stop picking on you if you didn't kill E.T. Let's see. Says he pay me. The home-wrecking, show-wrecking communist who killed E.T. Okay, that's, man. That was, that was, that's going to be a mouthful, but I'll get it out tomorrow. Pam, you, you, you should be happy. You have the longest name on the show now. Um, Netflix is in active development. Days of Thunder 2 would be like a monkey fucking a football. Yeah, I, I, I don't need that. Robert Duvall's, what, a thousand? Can Robert Duvall even move anymore? There is good, one good part of that. John C. Riley will be in it. Oh, I don't know if I told you or not, but I did. Uh, I did do the YouTube thing of the John C. Riley singing uh, uh, the uh, the Rover song, the the Wild Irish Rover. Yeah, yeah, I saw that video. Fantastic. Robert Duvall is 90 or 91. Yeah, I don't need to see him in any movies. It's kind of like Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood just turned 92. And, yeah, I don't need to see him in any more movies either. All right, so. Sources are saying right now that Universal Pictures is in active development and has been, and things are leaking, that there is going to be a Madonna biopic. And they have already cast the role of Madonna. There is a perfect choice out there, and by the way, they cast the perfect choice. Does anybody want to guess who is going to play Madonna in the upcoming Madonna movie. They, they, they've cast her now. Not saying she's going to do it, but she has been cast to play it. Anybody know? Not Lady Gaga, Ogre. Somebody who is far more talented. Not, no, no Miley Cyrus. No. Perry, no, not a singer. Oh, who just said it? V Coop did it. V Coop got it. 28 year old Julia Garner. She played Ruth in Ozark, and I think that is the perfect choice. Bravo. Oh, man. Bravo. Kelly Clarkson. Jesus, she could play Queen Latifah. I like this. I, I, I honestly, I gotta say, I like this. Oof. They say the script is finished. Um, information on the biopic is scarce. Most comes from Material Girl herself. So they're gonna be making this. Wow. I'm pretty excited about that. 
I just ju- Googled Julia Garner. She looks like Danny Masterson with a haircut. Man, her character on Ozark, she could swear like a champion. That, and that's why I like her so much. I want her to be Ruth as Madonna. <laughs> oh, what they did to poor Ruth was wrong on Ozarks. I think this is a, I, 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 a brilliant choice. Brilliant choice there. It's about time Hollywood starts doing smart stuff. <laughs> this is typical Hollywood racism. They should have cast Gabrielle Union. <laughs> I love Ruth. She's a little spitfire, white trash epitome, and yet a true jewel. Oh, absolutely. She was fantastic. She made Ozarks for me. I mean, I'm still waiting on it. There's a few biopics out there that need to be made. And I know that they're working on one for Hulk Hogan, which I, I, I'm i very excited about. Chris Hemsworth is going to play him. Uh, I think we they, there should be a biopic on Prince. What, no trans to play Madonna? Well, not yet. But, uh... I think we need we definitely need one on Prince. Everybody everybody already has that one cast. They have what Bruno Mars to play Prince and I don't want to see that. I don't want to see John Legend play Prince. I want to see somebody badass play Prince. The only one that can play Prince is Fred Armisen <laughs> Saturday Night Live. The Hulk Hogan will be more uh, full of shit than Biden's presidency. Oh, I'm looking forward to the Hogan one. I, I Look, I, I don't care. I just want to see because I watched that Young Rock show, and it's cool to see how they get actors to portray wrestlers. It's been pretty fun to watch that one. I only care if they make an Ozzy biopic. They should. Now, see, that, that one would be an interesting biopic. Who would you get to play the Prince of Darkness? Have you seen the previews for Brian Cranston's new movie, uh, Jerry and Marge Go Large? Yeah, it looks fantastic. Where they outsmart the lottery system and then they get involved, like with a younger group that's done the same. It looks pretty good. It comes out what next month? It's fantastic. Dave Chappelle can play, can play Prince, and Eddie Murphy can play Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Trying to think who who else do we need a biopic on? Oh, you know one they're gonna make, it, and it, let me let me just tell you, it's gonna be made. It, I I can't wait to be proven right about this one. I cannot wait until I I get to play. Yes, everyone can eat shit. A big bag of shit. <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world. I am. I truly am. Um, when they make the Garth Brooks biopic. And it's made by, like, the Hallmark Channel. And it's got some shit bag in there. And, and the makeup's all off. It's kind of like the Hank Williams Jr. story. When they had John Boy Walton play Hank Williams Jr. It's, it's, but, but the problem with the Hank Williams Jr. one is, is that if you're a Bo Cephas fan, 
this is a car accident you cannot take your eyes off of. This one is so, it, it's so bad, and I believe that the Garth Brooks one will be the same thing. Garth Brooks starring Jack Black. I mean, if the offer is any indication, oh, Paramount Plus. Let me tell you, when I uh, when I clean out my uh, my my streaming services here pretty soon, I gotta figure. I figure. I gotta. Uh, Apple is good because I have Ted Lasso on there. Hulu's good because it's got Letter Kenny and other stuff. I, I Paramount Plus is the one to get because from now on they're gonna have uh, the new episodes of Yellowstone there. They've got the other Tyler Sheridan show, Kings of uh, King of Tulsa, the new Sylvester Stallone one that's coming out. The other spinoff from Yellowstone will be there, and they have the off the offer. They have a lot of great stuff. The Melissa McCarthy story starring Jabba the Hutt. Where does Jabba had to go on keto to lose some weight? But see, it it, it seems like. We, we get really, really good biopics, and every once in a while we get some dog shit, and then they stay away from it for a while. I mean, you think about it, You think about how great the movie Ray was. You think about how great Walk the Line was. And, you know, nobody wants to give credit where credit's due, and I'll give credit where credit's due because you know who started all these biopics and music? Does anybody happen to know? When these biopics and music really started to take off, anybody? Oh well, let let, let me just let, let me help you out here real quick. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much love drives a man insane. You broke my wind, but a thread. Goodness, balls of fire. There you go, the killer himself. That movie, the Great Balls of Fire movie. Oh, Great Balls of Fire was out long before Walk the Line. And Dennis Quaid played look, Dennis Quaid played a great Jerry Lee Lewis in that movie. But it's one of those biopics that doesn't quite live up to the Rays or the Walk the Lines. I don't know what it was that held it back. It might have been the story itself. But it is one of my all-time favorite biopics. They should do a Dolly Parton biopic, but who could play her? Pam Anderson. Well, see, here's the thing. You have to ask yourself, do you want a good biopic? Do you want a great biopic? Or do you want an award-winning biopic? Now, I'll tell you the difference. And and you're at, yeah, I led you into that perfectly. She says, what about Buddy Holly? Back when Gary Busey wasn't a nut job. Very true. Didn't didn't Gary Busey win an Academy Award for that movie? And and but the problem was he did not sing. You see, that's the difference. If you don't sing, you're more likely to win an Academy Award. Little fella from uh, from Queen, Remy Malik did an amazing job. Did not sing anything. Academy Award. Joaquin Phoenix did a great job as Johnny Cash when he sang, did not win the award. Why? Because the motherfucker couldn't sing. Miley would play Dolly. Yeah, they would probably force that since she's the goddaughter. 
We need the Gary Busey story starring unknown talent released from a state hospital for the insane. Uh, any comment on the new Elvis movie? Oh, I'm harder than Superman's kneecap for it. I I can't wait. I, I am so excited. I, I hope that they portray Colonel Tom Parker as the scumbag that he fucking is. I mean, every, every time I hear, you know, when when when, I, when that commercial comes on, and hold on a second here. When, when I hear, uh, I can't wait to see what soundtrack they use. I, that's what I'm more excited about, was what soundtrack they use, because I know we hear this in the movie. Oh, my love, my darling, I've hungered for. Slowly turning into one of my favorite Elvis songs. Come on, King, get into it now. King is the king. God damn. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. I don't think uh, Austin Butler sings all the songs in Elvis, so I'm crossing my fingers. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I just don't want Tom Hanks to win an Academy Award, but if he portrays him the right way, he could. Do a biopic on Mother Teresa, who can be played by Harper's former co-star, The Pylon. <laughs> Uh, we need the Gary Busey. Yeah, okay, read that one, Dolly. Uh, I can't wait for the William Shatner story. It'll be out right around the time as the same story as the man himself, whose name I can't think of right now, and I'm doing a terrible impersonation. God damn it, I can't. Well, oh, Christopher Walken. That was my that was my awful Christopher Walken. What about Selena? Now there's an award winning Jenny Lowe, if I'd ever see one. You know, here's the thing. Not enough people knew who Jay, uh, Selena was. I, I I think if Selena would have been if she would have crossed over finally and been that big pop sensation for the Hispanic world and took over America. I think Jennifer Lopez could have been nominated for an Academy Award. Could have been. Just because everybody would have wanted it. Uh, Frank Sinatra biopic starring Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, that's a guy who hasn't had... They haven't done him right. Ray Liotta played him. It wasn't bad in the Rat Pack movie on HBO. But he, Frank Sinatra, the life that he led, I'd love to see a biopic on him. I almost threw my underwear at the screen when that trailer played. I have that entire weekend of the 24th planned out. I've got uh, the rodeo, president's booth on the 24th, then party Saturday and Sunday. Monday is a day of rest, and then Elvis on my birthday. $5 movie day, too. I'm a cheap bitch. Unchained Melody. Yeah, that's what it was. Paul Harvey and the rest of the story. Oh, Christopher Walken, I thought you were going for Paul Harvey. (laughs) Willie Nelson biopic. I don't think it would do that well. 
Willie Willie is very very beloved in Texas, kinda, because he's such a fucking liberal. And the world, they like him when they think about him. I mean, I'd like to see a Willie. I'd like to see a Waylon biopic. Patrick Swayze biopic starring Arn Anderson's chest hair. That's the only proper casting. That really is. Sammy Davis Jr. starring Sandy Duncan. She knows how to act with a glass eye. Who the fuck is Willie Nelson? Willie. <laughs> uh, all right, so there you go. There's there's our update on biopic pictures. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to see I'd like to see I I love the I love the way they tell the story in the biopics. I, I just think it's so great to see how they come up. No, they never really did one for Skinner, and I, I don't know if the one for Skinner would would go. I I think it. If you're going to do one on a rock band, I think the Metallica is interesting, but I think the one that sells the most is Led Zeppelin. If they were to do some sort of Led Zeppelin biopic, I think that would be pretty huge. And and look, truth be told, I'm not a Led Zeppelin fan. Not at all. But I think that would sell a lot of tickets. Willie Nelson is Willie's drag queen name. Uh, Arnie States using the mouthy kid from the man show. Yeah, no, it, if they're going to make a movie about me, let's just get it. Let, let's just get it straight right now that we're going to get Brad Pitt to play me. I mean, it's done. Thank you. Appreciate it. We don't need to even talk about people like Kevin James or anybody. Will Sasso. No, 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 no. It, it, it's day. Well, look, look. If you want to maybe go with uh, the fellow that plays Spider-Man now, he could play me, maybe. No, not John Favreau. I wish they could make a good Beatles biopic. There was a movie in the 90s called Backbeat, but it sucked. Ouch, God damn it, Artie, fuck, you got a warn a gal. I just spit grape juice out of my nose. Brad Pitt. Yeah, see, you see the resemblance. I mean, you can see Brad Pitt, you know, sitting at a table with a, a, a whole line of A hats behind him. Same fixing two and eight. I was prepared for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, hey, hey, I, look, man. If they're gonna make a biopic about me, I want somebody who's got some, you know, some some. They they got some chops. I mean, he did win an Academy Award. Brad Pitt won for you know Once Upon a Time in Vegas or in in L.A. or whatever. Brad Pitt wouldn't even need makeup. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> what about Al Pacino story starring Bill Hader? I would be first in line. Ogre, you would have to, you would have to, you will have to cut me out of that chair because Bill Hader does the greatest Al Pacino impersonation ever. Of course I do. I mean, at some point you were the size of Brad Pitt. He can play 12-year-old you for sure. He's boy size compared to you. Perhaps pick a man size. He can put in a, a fat suit, just not for his head. 
Uh, the guy who played Billy Bob's actually dead. He's actually dead. That dude lost all the weight, and he knew a friend of mine. A friend of mine knew him, and it was a friend of mine in California that knew him, and said that he's he like he lost all the weight, and then he got really happy, and then he got sad, and he I guess he killed himself. And what about the nine extra inches? Well, we'll build smaller sets to where he looks bigger. See, that's how we do it. We, Brad, you got to put a look. If he wants to become an award winner all the time, there's some method acting that goes into it. I mean, let's not forget that that De Niro puts on actual weight. These guys get into it. Right, that Tom Cruise is a midget compared to me. No. I'd say have The Rock play me, but he's not much of an actor. I mean, oh, man. Uh, all right, here's good news to report. I've got good news for y'all. Target will be slashing prices on unwanted items. Now, it that 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 that. that why will these items be wanted if you lower the price on them? I mean, they've sat on the store shelves for years, and now we're going to drop the price, and all of a sudden they're magically going to go? Ooh, Ethan Suppley could play Arnie States. and say, Yeah, because he's jacked now. I like that one. Too bad Farley isn't around. He'd be perfect. Oh, that would be that would be the ultimate compliment for me. If Chris Farley played me in a movie, if I did something worthy enough of getting a movie made by me and Chris Farley played me, I'd be all right with it. Oh, let's see. Uh, Don Rossi's storing Bevo. I would never do that to Bevo. Come on. Uh, Target will slash prices on unwanted items headed for the clearance rack as it tries to get rid of $15 billion in inventory. Hey, (laughs) Target, Target, this is what you should do. This is totally what you should do. You should set up doors right, right at the front door. You give somebody like a shopping cart, Right? And it's $10 for the shopping cart, let's say, or $20 for the shopping cart. And you can fill up the shopping cart and then walk out. That's what they got to do. Do that. I tell you what, you do that, you will get rid of all that inventory in a Saturday. You do that at every one of your stores in America on a Saturday, $10, we'll, we'll call it $20 for the cart. And you get to fill that fucking cart up, man, oh, man. Now, do you have all this inventory because, I don't know, maybe you started a clothing line that, 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 that's a pride clothing line for kids? Look, look, I, I know the last part of the show is usually uh, a lot more lighthearted and a lot more fun. I do want to bring this to everybody's attention, which I just do not understand. Um. All these new clothing lines and all these things that they're gearing towards children, the these drag queen shows that are going on for children. 
like, like, what am I missing here? When did this all of a sudden become paramount for children to be forced upon this? Why, why can't we allow children to still be children? Why are we forcing all this stuff on them? I, 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 I'm so, including these clothing lines that, that, that are like have rainbows and like says stuff like, Hey, it's cool to be gay tip to be gay. I, I don't know what they say, but okay. Do, do you really need the shirt? I mean, aren't you living that life? Why do you need all this reinforcement? We don't have a bunch of shirts saying it's hip to be hetero. What about Elijah Wood? He's got your eye color and goatee. Well, but, but man, we're really going to have to put a fat suit on that kid. Heading to Target today after Top Gun and Costco. I should just take out a loan now. No shit. Bring all that inventory to California, get $1,000 worth of product, and they'll file an insurance claim. My wife went to Target the other day, and it looks like a unicorn vomited in the front of the store. ABC already has a clothesline for children. Please donate to that. Hip, Arnie, you're showing your age. Oh, I'm very old. Oh, I'm, I'm as hip as the, the room. Yeah. What? What? But, I mean, like, like they started all these clothes. I, I just don't understand all that. Now, I know that's not why Target's in the financial stresses that they're in. But, man, oh, man, how much... And, and why is it? Why is it that, that Target has all this shit, but whenever I go in there looking for something, they're always fucking out? A lot of those shirts say love is love. And, and real quick, can we just stop love is love? Shut up! You can't define a word with the same word. That's just against the rules. Love is love. Poop is poop. A computer is a computer. A donkey is a donkey. Seriously. When when you say love is love, oh, let's start it off, shall we? Why have astronauts never been to the sun? Like, I get it, like, it's hot and all, but, like, go at night, like, when there's not a fire in the sky, because then it won't be hot, and then you can go. If your vision is not clear, do not drive or use machinery. Contact your doctor immediately if you have sudden vision loss. It's vegan because it's strawberry milk and not, like, cow milk, you know what I mean? That's why I asked the question. It's hard to believe that somebody chasing you uh, is going to beat you uh, to death. Uh, Why else was he chasing him, Chris? Probably to to get him and beat him up, hurt him. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, They were unavailable for comment. Micah, back to you. And the ultimate stupid person. What do you think about Hitler? Um, I don't know who that is or what he does. I'm assuming that's some kind of rapper. That's right, a rapper. Um... I'm assuming he's some kind of big rapper. You can tell us like a rapping name. Y'all come up with all type of names. <laughs> but whoever he is, um, I'm sure he's amazing, right? Because I like his name, to be honest. Hitler. Love is love. 
Ogre says you just played it like mine's brother. The stupidity in our world after for the words that we use to try to heal everything. Love is love. Shut the fuck up. God damn you people. I swear this world is going to turn me into a murderer. You say something like that to me in front of a target, I might slap you. And I will apologize because I know I should hold it in. But if you say something that dumb, well, you tell my hippie parents that because, dear Lord, it was a love is love or this is this are sayings I heard on a daily. It's a hippie thing, but these new agers can't just snatch it for their own without the rest of the hippie life. Thrift store clothes, homemade curtains. Yeah, they ain't got none of that. No. We made our own tie-dye love is love shirts. I've never had the luxury of going to Target to get a shirt. Love is cookies and pizza. Now, see, now, 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 see, now you're giving us something. You see, you understand that. (laughs) Just say hate is hate. Now, usually what I usually say is just, I hate you. God damn it. Yeah, see, you got to say love is something. You can't just define it with itself. Love is love. Well, dogs are dogs. See, dogs are animals. Okay. Okay. Now that's a starting point. But I don't think I'd ever buy a T-shirt that say dogs are animals. Because then I would have to be getting phone calls like this. No, he's not retarded. Cats are pets. Have I turned into Ralph Wiggums? (laughs) The way we talk now. Good God. Text messages have ruined us all. Mm, Bo Burnham did a love song like 15 years ago. Still one of my favorites. And not one line is love is love. No, I, I would imagine they wouldn't be. Love is first self-love. Love, like telling yourself you'd fuck yourself while listening to Goodbye Horses. <laughs> would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I mean, that's just any time, like, I... I when I'm driving around and I've got the, the thing on, like, uh, you know, shuffle, and this comes on, I just get a little creeped out. I mean, it, it, I feel bad for this group. That, that poor band did nothing wrong to anyone. And then all of a sudden they they're like, hey, 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 uh, hey, Lazarus, just wondering, can we use your song "Goodbye Horses" in our movie? Oh, absolutely. You know this group, Lazarus, or this guy, Lazarus, probably telling all, oh man, my mo- my song's gonna be in a movie, man, my song's gonna be in a movie. He's sitting there at the premiere. All of a sudden he can hear it. He's like, oh my god, and there's a guy who tucks his wiener in during that song. If I'm the artist, I just kind of get up and just, my head's down, and I just walk out of the theater. And then, it, it, but see, it, it keeps getting worse. 
It keeps getting worse for Lazarus. Not only is his song associated with a serial killer who tucks his wiener in, but then the movie becomes an Academy Award-winning hit classic film to this day to where that will always be around. So at least Lazarus will be around forever, but he will be the theme song to Buffalo Bill or Bob or whatever his fucking name was. Buffalo Bob for eternity. Did you ever think you were going to get that when you were strumming on the old guitar in the old garage? Man, I hope I have a song someday that some serial killer who wants to fucking cut his wiener off dances around to. <laughs> That's not a category in the old yearbook. Most likely to be featured in an Academy Award-winning movie about a serial killer who likes to hide his genitals. Oh, that's going to Lazarus for sure. (laughs) Oh, man. (sighs) Did you cover the Break G story? Put it in your face. Break G. What's break G? Oh, yeah, I did this story on Monday. Yeah, I, I did the story about the Clinton advisor who hung himself, and they, they're blocking everything. They can't see. Yeah, oh, yeah, I did that story. Thank you, though. But, yeah, I did that on Monday. Lazarus probably had thick skin. If he didn't, Buffalo Bob gave him some. No, that's not breaking. Can you imagine his face as he sees the scene with the dog, perhaps at a watch party with his family gathered around? Scene comes on, hears his music, and just starts talking loud as if no one... Well, I I, I didn't know what part they were going to put it in. I I, I promise, I swear, I, I had no idea. If you want to know the breaking news that's happening, actually, right now, uh, there is a breaking news story that an armed man in California has been arrested. A, a, a California man, an armed California man has been arrested close to Judge Kavanaugh's home in Maryland. An armed man who said he was going to kill the Supreme Court justice over Roe versus Wade. Now, like I said, I usually like to use the last part of the show for fun stuff like this. And we'll get back to the fun stuff. But I do have to cover this. I saw this about 20 minutes ago. And my blood began to boil. And it's been boiling ever since. And we've been having fun. So that's what I've been able to calm down about. But Judge Cav, look, I don't care what your political assuasion is. You can hate him, whatever. He is a justice on the United States Supreme Court. The end. A group of men and women that should be protected at all costs for in this country. But our, our, our president and our Justice Department are not doing dick about people protesting on their lawns. Can you imagine if this nut job got through two weeks ago? All over partisanship. 
He's not protected over partisanship. This is a sad day in America, people. It is a very sad day. And when one of these Supreme Court justices gets killed, a lot of people say Scalia got killed, but I don't know. But one of them, when one of them is shot or accosted by these, these people protesting outside their house, those people I told you about, the people you don't want to wake up, the people that that can't protest because they're too busy working, you're, you're poking the bear. Keep it up. Keep it up. Uh, that story will be swept under the rug since it's a liberal wanting to kill a conservative judge. I hope it doesn't. I really, I, I look, I, I agree. I mean, that's shocking and wrong and such, but you said that the armed man was arrested and stopped. You mean he could get uh, nowhere near the person's home to kill him? Funny, we can protect individual homes with one important person in it, but we can't keep our schools safe, which house hundreds of our little people at a time. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? And by the way, the the Secret Service guards them. Why do we not? Look, honestly, we could sit here and talk about, okay, let's talk about arming teachers. I don't necessarily want to arm teachers. But if there are trained people inside the school, if there are guards inside the school, then so be it. It's the world that we live in now. And do you want safety or do you want to look good? I will never understand killing because you want the opinion to kill a baby. Now, do not get it twisted. I am very pro-choice and I am disgusted by the Supreme Court right now, but I also have common sense. It's ridiculous. And this way, we can agree. I like, man, hey, I like, like, Brian gave me the best answer I've ever gotten, and I am going to steal it from when I, where do you stand on abortions? I'm just going to say I'm glad I wasn't. I'm glad I wasn't aborted. I, that's, I, that's, I, that's where I stand on it. Um, then we need an elite school service that guards schools. I agree. Oh, I, I agree. Jen, yes. I completely agree. If we could get a whole service team, I mean, somebody that, that's working at the front door and back door, and since nobody seems to like my idea of everybody coming in one entry, if we get a team of, of people that want to secure the schools, I'm all in favor of that. Because once again, we are securing the schools first. None of this crazy gun control talk. No more Matthew McConaughey's crying on TV. Just a few more stories to go today, people. Just a few. Uh, oh, let's see. I need that there. This is what I need. Nope, need this one. There it is. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, it's called Floridians. Or people that are visiting Florida. This happened at the Orlando International Airport. 
a New Jersey woman who appeared in a viral video riding a motorized suitcase was being pursued by a police officer has been rearrested on a warrant. Now, now, is the cop on some sort of, like, you know, segue or something, and he's chasing down this terrible person on... on why, why are they letting people ride on suitcases in Florida? I guess they, they stopped her and they figured out, oh, wait a second, she's somebody who has a warrant out for her. She was scheduled to go on trial in March on felony charges of battering law enforcement officers and criminal mischief. She didn't show up, so the judge said, okay, we can, we're going to issue a warrant for her. And there she goes, just riding around the airport. <laughs> Only in Florida, man. Only in the FLA. Uh, but that's not the only story we have from Florida. No, 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 no. Okay, so I guess we're close to the Tampa area here now in this next story. Sarasota County. Investigators are saying a man who was walking outside of his motel room overnight when he spotted a large, dark figure that appeared to look like a dog with a long leash. Was it a dog? Of course it wasn't a dog. It's Florida, for fuck's sake. Deputies say the alligator bit the man's right leg. Whoop, not right one. As he escaped, uh, the man flagged down a deputy who was in the area. The man was taken to the hospital, and the gator was captured. Now, I'm sorry. Uh, there's a flag on this play. Now, this guy had to be all kinds of drunk or high. He's outside of his motel room. So it, what they're telling us, it's interesting how they write. And you can pick up a lot of shit the way they write stuff here. Let me help you out here. The man was walking outside the motel overnight. The motel, that means it's cheap and seedy, meaning this guy's probably kind of a derelict, might live in the motel, and it's overnight, meaning he doesn't have a job to go to in the next morning. So this guy is, uh, we're, we're going to call him a, a druggy ruffian without calling him a druggy ruffian there. When he spotted a dark figure that appeared to look like a dog. Now, I, I on a long leash. Now, I've never seen a thick leash like a, a, a tail of an alligator. And I have never ever saw a dog that made me think, ooh, that could be an alligator. I'm just going to say right now the guy was high. And he was so high that he thought the thing was an alligator, and he went to pet it. And, well, 
We, we we all know what happens when you happen to pet an alligator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the rotch is going to happen. He's going to be fine. The man's going to be fine, but, oh, I, I mistook that alligator. Oh, okay, yes, I, I, I mistook your boat for an airplane. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I think 100% think that your ruffian should be used in the description. Whatever you do, don't take it out. Sells the picture of the man, ruffian. You like that one, huh? Yeah. I mean, but but see, that's that's how they wrote it. See, if he would have been a fancy guy, a businessman, he was outside of his hotel room last evening. See, that's what they would have said. And if they were trying to imply anything, they would have said he was outside of his hotel rooming room until early this morning. See, this is a slanted way they write stuff. I, I, I Look, I'm just a student of the game. That's all. I'm a student of the game that plays it better than they do. Yeah, this guy got bit by an alligator. He, he was probably trying to score drugs. That's probably, This is what they're telling you, that this guy was trying to score some crack or some, some smack or some pack or whatever this new pink shit is from Columbia. He's trying to score some dope. Alligator bit him. What they're doing is they're telling you, hey, don't come to this part of town. We got alligators. Pretty much that's every part of town in Florida, but man, and this last story. Boy, I tell you what, this dude this guy is going to another sort of hell. That, that, that's all I want to say. The story's about a 25-year-old Canadian girl, eh? She lives in Alberta. Her name is Bree Duville, who's originally from, oh, crikey's, Patch, Australia, mate. Oh, fancy a shrimp on the barbie, do ya? Been whacking on my... My crocky accent, governor. Well, I won't do it anymore, I promise. Um, she's living after a weird accident. See, she, she fell from a rooftop bar and landed head first. She was left with several broken bones two brain bleeds, and was airlifted to University of Alberta Hospital and placed on life support. It's a terrible story about this gal, isn't it? Five months after the accident, she started to remember her life before the coma. I mean, that's amazing. She's starting to remember stuff. Five months later, she remembers that she has a fiancé, and she calls the fiancé her partner of four years. And he ghosted her. He blocked her from all of his social media platforms, his phone, 
His new girlfriend admitted she'd asked him to do it. So, so, whoa. Wow. This is after five months, yeah. They were together for four years. And after five months, he's like, all right, I'm out. (laughs) New phone, who dis? Oh, this guy is so bad. And then he parks it all on the new girlfriend. Well, she made me do it. Wow. Boy, that is a low of lows right there. He's probably the one who talked her into getting on that rooftop bar. She falls, cracks her nougat open. She's fucked up for a while. He's like, deuces, hon. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. God damn. Good looking gal, too. Man, I'm scrolling down. At one time, well, she was. I don't know if she is now. She retard now or something? Is this what it is? Hold on. We got video. All right, there she is. She got a little too much makeup on. We'll play. Damn it. What put her in a coma and why her partner left? Did she have like a, a, a funky smelling cooter or something? Is that why she left? Of course he got a new girlfriend. The previous chick was lousy in bed. Yeah, she just lays there. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, he didn't sign up for marrying a vegetable. That's true. See, that now, now see, this is where we all have to have this weird conversation. We have to have this honest conversation. So, partner of five years, has a terrible accident, now you're their caretaker. Do you stay or do you go? Do you live up to the... the... Hey ladies, we are giving out free duck samples. Just fill out our quick two-minute survey Uh, and we'll ship it right to your door. I don't need this. I, I don't need this. Um... How long do you stay? You stay for the long... I, do you believe in the death do us part? For better or worse? Sickness or in health? What do you do? Not married yet. Peace out. The dishes kept piling up and the sex was the same. <laughs> Uh, five months of not getting laid. I'm sorry, going out, getting some. Might not leaving ghosting, but didn't sign up for sexualness. Yeah, uh, he didn't say for better or worse, sickness or health. No, he did not. He did not, but he's still a dirtbag though, right? I mean, I mean, like, 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 once she takes her first step, then go, I'm going to break up with you. And by the way, how long has he been banging the other chick? 
Because if he's been banging her, like, since Gal was in the, uh, the, in the coma, that's cold-blooded, dude. I, I understand people got needs, but she's only in a coma. All you got to do is close that door, maybe get some Vagisil, get some Vaseline. Yeah, you can have your way with her. Hell, you might be able to knock her up depending on how long she's going to be in a coma. Maybe she could have the baby in the coma. You never have to hear a bitch about, you know, stretch marks and shit. Yeah, but all in all, this, this is a dickhead move. This is just complete dickhead move. I'm not saying he's got to marry her. But, it, I mean, did he at least wait until she was out of the woods? Like, like, like he knew she was going to survive. Did, did he start seeing the chick then? It was like she was in an accident one day, and then this guy was upset. He was at the hospital. He met a chick there, and then, you know, they became islands in the stream because that is what they are. No, and in between, how could they be wrong? Sail away with me to another world where we rely on each other. Uh huh. And again, I'm going back to he shoved her, and I'm adding on to it. He's already cheating with the other chick. Check the tape. I bet the other chick was the bartender, overserved her, and then he took her to the roof and shoved her. I mean, overall, it's easier than I want to break up. That's some John Edwards shit right there. I mean, it is. That's cold-blooded. Boy, old John Edwards' wife was going through cancer treatments. He's banging a chick on the side, and the media caught him. It's like, oh, man. I mean, how often do people wake up from comas? I don't know. Uh, Can I post the link? Yes. Yeah, here you go. Hold on a second here. Uh-huh. Cold-blooded, man. I mean, you, you don't get much more cold-blooded than that. Maybe while she was in a coma, he revealed he posed for Playgirl as Mike Honcho, and he was afraid she'd remember and that, that he had to pull his butt cheeks apart because he was Mike Honcho. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Hashtag Ricky Bobby. Talladega Nights. Oh, God damn. That's one of the funniest movies ever. Uh, all right. That is going to do it for the big show today on a hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump uh, day. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time. Same Arnie channel. Please remember to tune in for that. Uh, until then, remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Uh, AEW tonight, look forward to that. Anything else tonight? No, that's it. Well, until tomorrow, you'll have a fantastic day. And adios, everybody. She don't ask my friends about me Gives no clues at all That a fire might still be burning, yeah I'd say she's about as gone as a girl can
don't even show up in my dreams at night. But my stubborn old memory keeps holding on tight. Sure makes it hard to forget. She's about as gone as a girl can get. She's out of here. She disappeared without a trace. More or less unimpressed by the tears on my face. Destination unknown. She just dropped out of sight. Last seen heading. is outside waiting to arrest him.